What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Network Marketing Mastery Podcast, episode 74. Today, I have five tips to help you become a better mentor and leader to your team, okay? Whether you have one person on your team, 100 people, or 100,000, I want you to understand that you are a leader you are, and you are a mentor, okay? And it's important that you learn the skill of how best to lead other people, to help other people step up into leadership, to help other people overcome their limiting beliefs, their blocks, and help them get to the next level. Here are my five top tips for you. Number one, be the example, okay? People will follow your feet, not your lips, okay? You cannot be the leader that sits up on his horse, dictating what everybody else should do and expect that they're going to go out and take action. You need to be leading with your feet on the front lines, showing people what it is that you wish that they were doing, right? Being being in action, being actively building your business, involved in the income producing activities is one of the most impactful things you can do for the people on your team. I love the saying that if you want to inspire your current team, go out and sign up a new one, (laughs) go out and build a new team. Okay. Uh, Really people who are on your team who are not moving, they need to see that you're still moving, right? And the best thing that can happen is them see you building the business with other people because it will inspire them. It will show them that there are people out there who are making this happen and that they can do the same thing, okay? The other tip I want to give you along with this idea of being the example is to be visible in your action. It's important that you're doing these things, but it's also important that your people know. And I realized this at one point, you know, I was working really hard in my business, but I realized that my team wasn't seeing my efforts at all, right? They were, yes, they were seeing me rise through the ranks. They were seeing me succeed, but they weren't seeing the day-to-day efforts. And there are a couple things that you can do to show your team that you're in action mode. One, if you have a team group, it's really powerful to welcome the new people that you're signing up into your team group. Show show those new people that they have a home, that they're welcomed, but that will also show your existing team that you're in action mode, that you're out there finding new people, right? You should also be doing team recognition, right? Recognizing people on your team for their achievements. And I really recommend that you don't leave yourself out of that recognition, right? If you're the top enroller for the month, you should you should put that in your in your group, in your Facebook group or you should put that in your email newsletter whatever it is that you use, okay? I think it's important to show people that you're leading by example. Okay? So be visible in your action. You can do the same on social media. You can show through social media, you know, when you're doing a booth or you're at an event or, you know, show your team that you're out there doing what you wish that they would be doing as well, okay? Tip number two, create resources. Leverage yourself using online resources, okay? This is really, really important. You should not be answering the same questions over and over and over and over again to different distributors that you're signing up or people in your downline, right? It's great for you to be accessible. It's great for you to give advice when people have specific questions. But if somebody comes to you asking about placements or you know asking about a question that, that you get asked a lot, you should create a video training answering that question, okay? And put it on YouTube or put it in your Facebook group, create a, an archive of some kind and create create content and resources that you can refer people to. That's going to be an amazing way for you to leverage leverage yourself and, and impact more people in less time. 
And it's also going to create a resource that your team can point their team to, right? So if one of your downline people has a question about the compensation plan and they don't know how to answer it, they can point the person to the same video that you pointed them to three weeks ago, okay? So create resources for your team. If you're doing team calls, this is something we just did. We've always posted our team calls in our team Facebook group, um, but we just barely created an archive. So we created basically... In Facebook groups, you can create a, a Facebook document, okay, a literal document in Facebook. It's not like a Word doc or anything like that. It's within Facebook itself. And we created an archive with links to all of our different team calls and the specific topics so that people can dig in and they can find those and access them much easier. Uh, we did it way, way too late. I recommend that you do that from the beginning, okay? Uh, the other thing I want to, the other thing I want to bring up with this topic of creating resources is to use the resources that are already available to you, okay? If somebody comes to you asking about return, uh, returning a product, or if somebody comes to you asking how to get their password for their back office, you know, these are not questions that you should be answering. You should point people to the customer service team of your company, okay? So make sure that you're utilizing the systems that are already in place in the company, in your team, you know, upline, Use the systems already in place. They're there for a reason. They're there to support you and make it so that you can focus your activities in those income producing activities and you know move the needle forward for your team. Okay. Tip number three, this is kind of a unique one, is to be willing to take the hit, okay? Humbly and gracefully to take a hit, right? I had an experience just uh, just a few weeks ago where there was a rift between two people in my downline. Okay, a downline, uh, an upline and a downline. They, they were having some contention and it was around a topic that I've trained on before. Okay, and, and so when, they, when one of them came to me with this issue, I ended up talking with both of them and expressing to the upline or expressing to the downline, excuse me, that really the, really the blame was mine, right? That, that I hadn't ad- adequately trained the upline person. Okay. And you may hear that. You may hear that, you know, I I shouldered the blame really for something that, you know, most people would agree wasn't wasn't really my fault. Okay. And I I don't want to give you the specifics, but basically I took the blame for something that wasn't really my fault at all. But I I shouldered that blame. And what it did is it allowed it it helped the downline and their upline to heal their relationship and to diffuse the tension because I took the tension on myself, okay? And this happens all the time in a relationships-based business like network marketing. I've found that there have been so many scenarios in which I can take the blame and shoulder, you know, I like to say take the hit for somebody else, shoulder some of that blame in a, you know, gracefully and, and in a humble way, um, and it completely diffuses tension, in the team. Okay. And at the end of the day, when you, when you own a mistake, okay, when you own your mistakes, people respect it. Okay. They respect it and they'll start to do the same thing. So that's kind of a unique tip, not something that you'll hear everywhere. And maybe you'll disagree with me. Let me know, head on over to the blog, mattmindset.com slash 74. Let me know what you think of that, of that concept. Okay. Um, Next tip I want to give you guys, tip number four, is whenever you want to correct somebody on your team for something that you feel like should be done differently, make sure that you're praising them three times before you correct them, 
Okay, and I like to use the word redirect before you redirect their, you know, redirect their focus or redirect what activity they should be doing. Okay, this is really, really important. And actually, before you even before you even correct them at all, you should ask them if they're open to feedback. Okay, because some people they might literally just not be open to feedback. Okay, and you don't want to give somebody feedback if they're not open to it because not only are they not going to change. But guess what? They're going to just be ticked off at you for, for calling them out on something that you didn't like, right? So the first tip is to praise, praise, praise always three times before you correct someone. But then also make sure that you ask, are you open to feedback? Okay. A great way to correct somebody's activity is to say something soft like, I noticed this blank, and I think this would be so powerful, Okay. So this is what I would do. Let's let's say that you're in a situation where somebody on your team did a presentation and when it came time to do the close they were you know they were nervous and so they were shuffling their feet, they looked down, they didn't make any eye contact, they didn't have confidence and they were kind of wishy-washy when it came to asking for the sale, right? Well, after the event, okay? The first thing you should do is praise them for three things that they did amazingly. So you could praise them for the way they, you know, they welcomed somebody who arrived at the beginning, the way you could praise them for uh, a success story that they shared during the presentation. You could praise them for, you know, preparing a, a treat that was really tasty. It could be anything, right? But praise them three times and then ask them, you know, if you do have feedback to give, say, now, are you open to feed? Are you open to feedback? Because I think that if you tweak one thing, it could take your presentation to the next level. Okay? Notice how, notice how that's non-threatening. Are you open to feedback? Because I noticed one thing that if you tweak, I feel like it could take your presentation to the next level. Right? And if they say yes, and most people are going to say yes, I'm open to feedback. And just them saying that is going to help them be more open. Okay? Um, then is your time to say, you know what? I noticed that during the close, your energy shifted a little bit. It was a little lower. And I think it would be so powerful if that was the time when you had the most confidence, if you stood tall, if you looked people in the eye and you know, I know that you believe in this product, but they, I think they need to know that too. I think that's the most important moment to show your confidence. Okay, so see, see how good that will make them feel. So that's, that's my tip for how you can correct somebody, you know, take those concepts and run with those. Okay, tip number five tonight is to empower others. Okay, too often I see people doing too much handholding and they don't let people on their team step up into leadership. Okay, if you are the person still teaching all of the presentations for your team, then you're probably, you probably also don't have any strong leaders on your team. And you may be saying to yourself, well, I don't have any strong leaders and that's why I'm the, pers- the only person presenting. But the truth is you probably haven't empowered your people well enough to help them duplicate, okay? You should be offering people opportunities right and left to step up, to step out, in- inviting them to do things that are out of their comfort zone, letting them fail, and then encouraging them to get up and keep going when they fall down. And I love this saying by Les Brown. Okay? He says that sometimes you have to step off the edge and grow your wings on the way down. 
Sometimes you have to step off the edge and grow your wings on the way down. And you as a leader, sometimes you need to let your people step off the edge, even though you know that their wings aren't fully developed, okay? And they're going to be terrified to do it. People are going to be terrified to do their first presentation, okay? A lot of times they're going to have different fears come up, but your responsibility is to help them get off of that edge, okay? And then to fly down with them as they're falling, point out to them that, they, that they're growing wings, that they have wings, and help show them how to fly through your actions, okay? Uh, but the more you just do things for people, if you're the only person doing the presentations, you know, you're, you're really not going to see a lot of duplication in your team. All right. So those are five quick, quick tips for you guys on how to be a better leader and a better mentor. I hope that you got value from it. In the next episode, I want to share with you guys an app that I recently discovered that is a great way to build your business in your local area. Okay. It's a a cool app. I don't think it's new, but it's one that I've never used before. And it's a, a great way to find new prospects, to find more people to share your products and your opportunity with. I think you're going to love it. So make sure to tune in for that. Uh, If you guys have not left yet a review on the podcast, and if you're enjoying this content, head on over to mattmindset.com slash giveaway. And I have a video there that walks you through step-by-step how to leave a review, and you'll be automatically entered in our giveaway to win 10 GoPro books absolutely for free. So uh, go check that out at mattmindset.com slash giveaway. And until next time, guys, have a fantastic day.